On this week's episode of Animals Are Insane, we talk about Black Adam major spoilers ahead. Uh, my experience with Wakanda Forever, and I apologize to Andor and all of Star Wars community, as well as Steve's toothpaste recommendation. It's a it's an action packed one. St- stay tuned. One. There we go. Now you do it. Okay, here, you do that and I'll do this. Oh. Oh, God, I got on my fucking glasses, man. You know what the problem with glasses is? (laughs) Like everything? (laughs) You clean them and they're still dirty. dirty. (laughs) They're still dirty. Like, you know, you can't get, like, the, the grime and the... Not the grime. <laughs> if somebody had grime on their glasses, that's a that's a whole other issue. Like the... Uh, oh, cheers, by the way. Happy Thanksgiving. You're, like, a month late, dude. Month late. Please. The real Thanksgiving. Yeah, when... when you know, the colonizers and everything and the... Yeah, murdered the natives. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the whole, the whole nine yards. <laughs> Thankful for murder. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's like, it, it, I wonder if it's become like a pastime where people protest it, you know, like they don't actually do anything. It's like, they'll take the day off, but then like not yeah. actually do like a Thanksgiving meal or go to work. You like go to work and protest. <laughs> you're, yeah. You're like, I'm not taking this Thursday off. Are you crazy? <laughs> Give me the work. Yeah. That's funny. But, but for real, like the, the glasses thing is, is a, it's, it's an absolute problem. I it bothers it so you. Much. Yeah. Oh, okay. I feel like I, I feel like we have like a ton to talk about because we've like missed a few. Yeah, people so, keep people keep t- like messaging me, being like, "What's going on here?" I know. Is, is it over? It. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I don't think so. Not yet. <laughs> I know. Eh? I I ain't dead yet. Bitch. Um. All right. What do you got? Well, okay. So. Well, I, I texted you last night, so I finally got around to watching Black Adam. Did you see it? Oh, of course. I saw it in theaters. Okay. We, we haven't talked about it on this podcast, so what do you... I, I feel like I know what you're going to say. Thing. Give me a list of things that you're going to want to like go on about, because the thing is that if we start out with a review... People are just gonna. They're just gonna. Who cares? I don't care. I don't care. I just want to talk to you about it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fuck the other people. Who I don't cares? care about. Uh, yeah. No. I. Nobody I else just, is in the room except for us anyway. So watching this movie, uh, like, yeah. I, it's like I, I feel like you're like my shoulder angel or whatever. You're like right there with me, and I'm Which like, oh, I'm, man. oh, so I'm the angel, not the devil. Okay. Well, whatever. You're the shoulder. What's shoulder opinion? How about that? <laughs> Both of them, you're, like the one that's you're, like you're, you're a combined. How about that? You got like, like, like a, a halo like with horns. Advocate and like the uh, you're like Two Face. How about that? Yeah, exactly. Two. <laughs> yeah, your angels is fucking Harvey Dent Two Face. That's great. Uh, um, I love it. Okay, yeah. So wait, wait, wait. Let me let me let me ask you a couple probing questions. Go go before you get into it. It's fresh. Now, did did you watch this movie oh, on no. a TV? No. Okay. Did you watch it with any sort of sound system? Um, I watch it with my my Apple AirPod Maxes. Okay, those are good. Those are good. I mean, that still gives you like a, a very immersive uh, so feeling. I, I watched it. But essentially, yeah. you watched it on an iPad. I'm guessing. No, it was on my laptop. Laptop. Okay. Okay. For so. for for specific reasons. 
Okay, yeah. Because if <laughs> we need say that, that. Button. we need to start doing like just a sound mix thing, so we can just add sound effects. Like, yeah, I know, an actual radio show. Um, okay, so I understand that, but like, I feel like every one of the rock type of movies has to be like in a certain setting. You can't watch any of his movies on like a phone or on a laptop, like that kind of thing. Like they have mm-hmm. to kind of be the experience itself. Because the one thing that I think that you're going to know is that it's not going to be a well-written movie, right? Nobody's yeah. winning any sort of Oscars. Nobody's, you know, yeah. leaving the theater I, or at least yeah. leaving the experience. I, I, thinking, I totally agree with what you're saying. and 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 so I intentionally like, had the laptop screen like very very close to my face <laughs> you're like i want it to be a theater experience so i'm gonna put my chin on the touch bar and just look up as if i'm in a theater yeah, i had to I had to like uh deactivate the touch bar or else i kept like <laughs> your, your kid comes in he's like dude my dad is stupid i don't know what he's doing okay so so then okay but like but here's the thing too is that there's a lot of see this is why like those type of movies like need to be a theater experience right especially with like sound and like just the visual aspect of the larger than life blockbuster type of thing mm-hmm. um because you know, uh, I mean, just like right off the bat, I feel like it's just like you're just already. It's it's kind of like watching Avatar now on a phone or on a. Oh, dude, and Avatar looks terrible, by the way. Like I, I, I was like, does? oh, I, yeah. Like I, I put it on on Disney Plus, and I was just wanted to watch like a few minutes of it, and like mm-hmm. I fast forward to like when they're in like the world, and it's just like the CG looks like balls, and I'm like, I don't know if it's the TV, if it's Disney, like I don't know what's happening right now, but it just looks like crap. Jeez. So, okay. What? Well, I remember it looking like general. my yeah, my memory of it was a lot better. And the trailer for the new one looks really good. Like like visually. But dude, I, I mean know. I mean, did you did you did you listen to his uh interview? I think it was like with GQ or something like that. James Cameron? Yeah. So no. he did like the uh he, he you know those interviews that they've been doing with like actors and everybody where they like go through like the oh. most famous movies or whatever and they oh yeah, they yeah talk about like the background type of stuff. My god, he is the most like honest and candid director, and it's so apparent that like it's like he knows you know, he knows that he's James Cameron and he knows that he's like pumping out like you know yeah. the he's top printing two, money. Yeah, top <laughs> yeah, like he he pays for studios, you know. Yeah, he's not just like a hired gun at that point. He is like the person that directors, especially blockbusters, like want to become. Right, mm-hmm. like that's that's the guy he is, and I think he knows that. But also at the same time, he just like he just he's so honest about it. Like see, like talking about the experience and and all these kind of things. But anyway, James can, Cameron can did we, not direct. Can we get back to uh, Dwayne for a second here? Dwayne, yeah, we'll, we'll get we'll, we'll we'll talk about James Cameron. But yes, Dwayne. So, so like that's the kind of so the setting is basically of your headphones and your laptop, and you're watching Black Adam. Yeah. Okay. So right off the bat, you've started it at at a five out of ten. You know what I mean? Like your your experience is going to be less than what most people. Okay. Are. Here, how about this? Do you want me to do you want me to tell you what I would rate this movie? And then you can and then you can throw out opinions after. Uh. Yes. My experience with this movie, my rating, I would give it a, a very, for me anyways, I know what you're going to say already. I'd probably give it a, a 7.5 out of 10. Wow, okay. 
That's, yeah, yeah that, that's very, very generous. Because like I think that um, on Letterboxd, I gave this a three and a half out of five. So that, so nearly the same. Oh, okay. All right. What did, okay, so you this, I, okay, I feel like this movie has been my first live action DC franchise movie where it felt the most so far like the animated, um, an animated film. Like, like okay. Where the like there were some elements that I thought did not work at all. Like that kid, dude. I was so over that little boy in this movie. I'm like, what is really? he doing? Yeah, I thought I, I, I thought, was I was okay with like the little boy and, and the, oh, and the um, his mother. I, I no, his mom. I mean, I mean, you need some sort of like person to like bring him back, right? So fine, it's the mom. But right, I'm like, like the anchor. I, I feel like you don't need the kid at all. I feel like if if she was just a, like. A, a lady and oh didn't yeah have a kid I mean, like apparently the kid and the mom like are a uh, like like a you know a part of the comic version of black adam i found that out later i don't know oh, really, okay i don't know much about black adam to be well honest. then okay all right fine if, if he's supposed adam to be in it or then, adam, whatever the, the fuck they call then it. i wish i wish that he the little the, the the boy i wish he was in it a lot less that would be my my notes that's your that's your two and a half points that away from being a perfect movie is I, to take the boy out of <laughs> well i would say like okay when you say like perfect movie i'm not i, I wouldn't say that any movie's perfect but i feel like mm. the entertainment value of this movie i thought it was pretty high and i liked a lot yes. of what was going on and I, I i really 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 enjoyed that um they didn't like go into like backstories for everyone they just kind of like went with it you know what i mean like, yeah, uh, like they, yeah, Hawkman. Yeah, they did the best thing about that with like, yeah. the JSA, where like they, you didn't need to do that. You didn't need to yeah. know who Pierce Brosnan's, like, you know, like how he became Dr. Fate and like, you yeah, know, how, right? Like, Black Adam is like a rich dude that also is like an immortal, and you know, like, he, like all of that will probably be revealed in any sort of other context. You know, but like, but it's like it's it. yeah, you don't need it, and it's like it's you got the star like, of the show. Yeah, you got Hawkman here, who's like, who's like, who's like Black Batman or Black Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, <laughs> Black Batman. Yeah, like yeah, I mean, I yeah, it, yeah, but he has some sort of supernatural. Like, I, okay, so I, I, he I was know great. I, I know that I know yeah. nothing about Hawkman, and I kind of liked knowing nothing about him because then if stuff happens to him, I'm like, oh. Is he just a rich dude or is he not just a rich dude? Oh, maybe he has some sort of like superhuman whatever. And I'm like, all right, I don't even care. I'm just going to enjoy whatever thing this guy has. Whatever Hawkman has going on, I'm just going to enjoy it. And it was great. Mm-hmm. And he was fantastic. His suit was great. Yeah. Everything about it was great. I was like A, a plus. I, I yeah. loved Aldous Hawkman. Was a, he was a really, like he really did a great job. Oh, he was fantastic. That, role. And like, yeah. And that that you know the chemistry between him and Pierce Brosnan and you know um, what's what are the other two Noah Centino and Quintessa Swindell yeah uh, they played Adam Smasher in Cyclone dude um, okay Adam Smasher was a little stupid but whatever yeah but you know what the weird thing is like he was just it was like he was just shy of a couple scenes of being so much better but then also being so much worse right like if they added something yeah. that like sucked harder. It would have been so much worse for him, but there was yeah. just a little hint of him. Be like, 
But he's like, but he's like a klutz, essentially. Yeah, yeah, a klutz with like a super suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? I'm like, oh man, you can't. He's like, did you do anything right? I don't think he did a single thing correct in this movie. Well, I mean, he took down Black Adam for a second. But yeah, for, I mean, for I, a moment. But, but you know, but that was like the, I, you know, because you know what's weird? I think that there was something that I read about where, uh, and I don't know, you can correct me if I'm wrong, that there was like something in, in Dwayne's, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson's contract, where in his fight scene specifically, is that there has to be a balance of he gives as much as he gets, and he mm-hmm. never really looks like the loser. So there was like something about it where people were like analyzing his old films. And if you go back to even like the time that he was in that fast movie and he was facing Vin Diesel, which he would have destroyed. Like it's just just like the two of them, like even together, it's like Vin Diesel does not look like he's not the Chronicles of Riddick guy anymore. Like, and if you look at like (laughs) the strength and like the towering part of the, you know, the rock just in general, he would destroy him. So, but then what they did in that movie is that they had, you know, specific, uh, you know, um, hits that would land specific ways that they would edit these things to okay. make it have these like balance aspects. I thought they're going to say that they, they they got Peter Jackson to do like a like a Gandalf Frodo thing with <laughs> the perspective thing they were like we need Vin Diesel to be a foot and a half top <laughs> let's get the Gandalf guy in here he knows how to do yeah, it yeah. yeah he's also good at perspective with muscles too <laughs> yeah because like Dwayne oh my god that dude's gigantic but yeah so but like the whole thing is that in black adam you know if he's posed as like the villain right to the jsa so a lot of the times you know hawkeye may have been getting his ass whooped but there was also like this give and take back and forth type of thing that hawkman hawkman hawkeye is that what whatever yeah hawkman yeah yeah, and but like the but like they had like this like balance of of how things were and what's Mm -hmm. weird is that I feel like they should have treated Black Adam, like Dwayne, uh, as like the Terminator. I feel like they should have like given him even like more um uh what's it called? Like cold humor type of moments where you know, because like they mm. did it a couple of times where he was like the man in black set, you know, like he would he would repeat this long. Dude, I was so like, like I was like so cheesed up with like I was like, it's what the heck? Cheesed. It's like oh, cheesed. you need like you need a line to say to people before you kill them. I'm like, what? But, like, but what is this like kid doing? Like, I feel like that's like an 80s, 90s action trope. Yeah, but the kid is doing that. No, but like in Terminator it's, or Terminator Two, the kid's like, you can't kill anyone, right? And then he like shoots someone, and the guy's like, what? Well, I just told you, you can't kill anyone. He's like, he'll live. You know what I mean? Like it was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's what I mean. It's, it's like they do, but they do some of those scenes in Black Adam. Yeah, he does have like those one liners, but I feel like they didn't take it enough because they well, he thing. Yeah, he, okay, he, so for he, anybody that's listening, if he, you are listening, it's just between Steve and I really right now. So yeah. leave the room, turn this he, off. Uh, but okay, the, my my one complaint with the movie is he figures out like like that he's in like 2022 like immediately. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, like he looks I, I outside. Love give him an explanation about how he knows English. Yeah, I, I, right away, and how like the whole country knows English. And I was like, <laughs> but, but, but the but at the same time, you have to think like if if you don't just justify it, then you have to like think in his terms where it's like, you know, like it's kind of like Shazam, right? Like he has like the power of certain gods, so like yeah, the the intellect of a certain god would probably grant him the ability to like 
pick these things up no problem yeah right okay. like that, i mean yeah that's the i mean that that, that was my one kind of weird thing and the other thing i thought was weird too is when he like escapes the the prison he doesn't just say shazam right away he waits till he's like above water to say <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean i was like dude what are you doing just say like as soon as that thing's off your mouth say it Oh yeah, like, but I mean, but that was like the, the the weird thing, right? Okay, so but like for anybody that doesn't know, okay, so like the story of this like this movie is basically Black Adam is a is, a, is awoken from his like I don't know imprisonment or something like that or yeah, well, yeah, and you know, and then there's like this like bad guy that's like the devil that is like <laughs> trying to find this crown, and and you know once he's awoken, the JSA come upon him and. You know, little by little, we start to understand like who Black Adam is and like, where he came from through like you know uh, past yeah. experiences and stuff. And then, you know, it just kind of like that, that's essentially what the story is. And you know, the you know basic end of it is that he fights the big baddie, the devil, or whatever, and you know wins. Right? Like, yeah. The, there, there is there is some some weird editing choices though. Like I feel like like why did we need to do the bait and switch with who he was? For the the first half, I of thought the, the same thing. I was like, dude, if you just give it to us, I think it'll be better. Well, and I, to- this- I I I could tell that was the Rock at the very beginning. That was that was the dad, and then I was like really confused. I was like, oh, does the son just like like look yeah, like his see, dad? I wonder though if that's for a different audience, right? Like if a kid is watching that, yeah, I don't know if they'd put that connection together because obviously we saw. You know, buff at like even his head is kind of like yeah. you can you know who <laughs> he can't bald, yeah bald ass that, that is you know in the shadow and, and you know another thing is like they didn't need to do that CG extension of his head to somebody else's body like, yeah we didn't have to have like a justification of why he's so fucking ripped right you could just put a ton of rags on him or some shit like you know to cover these other things up whatever it may be but at the same time like. I, I just like it was it, it looks silly it looks it just yeah. it like your your eyes just don't adjust as much it's not like chris evans being super skinny captain america to chris evans being super buff captain america yeah because we don't see chris evans on instagram every fucking day promoting <laughs> three drinks and working out all the yeah. time like, and like the most epic cheat meals ever like Dude, his cheat meals are like 17 pancakes and 14 tacos and then a whole platter of sushi. I'm like, get the fuck. <laughs> For breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With uh, with two splashes of Terramana tequila. <laughs> Remember, it's Terramana Tuesdays, guys. Um, yeah. So, but like, it's, it is a really fun movie. Like it, it's, yeah. it's like, I feel like it's in the same vein as um, Aquaman. Like Aquaman, I, I, I don't thought think this was, was very. I, I thought this was better than Aquaman. Okay, but like in in the in like the scope of like really good DC movies, where the Suicide Squad and the Batman are like the top. Mm. I mean, I know that you hate the Batman, but what I'm saying is, yeah, like from like a critic point of view or whatever, and then from the middle part where you have like, you know, Wonder Woman and like Aquaman, that kind of thing. I think that's where it falls in line. It's not so much what people hate is you know, the Snyder stuff or the other suicide squad, you know, those type of things. Like it's, it's above yeah. that, but like, it still falls so short from what it could be. Right. Well, it, it would be interesting if you had a different group of heroes that, that yeah, are trying I, to I guarantee you if, if, if James Cameron directed this, it'd be phenomenal. 
<laughs> no, but could you imagine if it was like Hawkman, Doctor Fate, and like Batman and Wonder Woman? Oh, I well, I mean the the whole show would be different, right? I mean, nobody would like shit about the other people. You know what I mean? No, and like I was thinking about that the whole time, right? Or if if there was like two teams that go in, like uh, what's her name? Um, Oh, Viola Davis. I can't. Uh, Amanda Waller. Like she doesn't trust one team, so she sends another team. You know what I mean? Like so. Oh, there's like, like yeah, like the backup teams. Yeah, the backup teams. But then like like Batman and Hawkman are like comparing each other, or like you know he has his like hawk plane, and then you have like the bat plane, and, the, and they're know, just but like, like but the, yeah, but measuring dicks see, the whole time. Yeah but, the, yeah, but then you would see it in the sense of it being like <laughs> Batman and Hawkman is kind of like the Gimli and Legolas of those things, where like they were having yeah. contests, and then like. Black Adam would just be like the one battle in the two towers. Yeah, like, it and like, doesn't really matter. Well, it would have been cool too if, like, I don't know. I I feel like they they have this like weird. Like I kind of thought that like Black Adam, they're going to treat him a little bit more like the Hulk, where he was just like me too, like yeah, way too overpowered. They can't do anything, and they need to like call in like Superman to like to like put this guy in his place. You know what I mean? Like I thought I thought it was going to be a little bit more like that, and I felt like. They they really like I don't know like dumbed his powers down or like his strength down or whatever like he was he felt like like Hawkman and Doctor Fate could like take him like it it, it didn't feel like unachievable in the movie yeah but I think and, I think that's like that can be a big advantage to some of these movies where because like if you have the likes of Superman especially when you have Superman in your universe yeah. You know, like especially with like did you did you watch like the end credit scene? Yeah, yeah, with, with Superman. Because like because like I kept thinking I was like Amanda Waller has access to Superman. Yeah, what, f- what does she need a Suicide Squad for? It's said <laughs> in the alien. Well, no, no, but it, I, I would say that like it's like the same thing with like Marvel and um, uh, Captain Marvel, right? Like you give a reason why Captain Captain Marvel can only be at one place at one time, so you give a reason why. Captain Marvel can't make it to this thing because, oh, she's off planet. She's off world. Oh, like some other people need her help. So, you know, she'll be back in like two days or what? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, Is that what they said about Superman? Was he off planet? Was they didn't planet? say anything, but I felt like they really should have. Especially because like, like, he's like, yeah, he was like, he was like anybody on this planet you can send to me. And she's like, well, what about people not from the planet? I'm like, oh, yeah. Fuck and I'm like, oh, I know who that is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know, like, and it's weird because, like, I feel like there's such a huge fan service of the fact that I think people got more excited to see Henry Cavill back in the suit, even mm. for, like, the end credit scene, than the entire point of a 14-year, like, a, allegedly a 14-year journey of The Rock trying to get this movie mm. up and running, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's a weird thing because then also... And then also the fact that, like, yeah, we had Henry Cavill and Superman in 2013. Yeah. He's crying out to get Brandon Routh back as Superman right now. I mean, like, (laughs) it's a weird thing where it's like, I don't know why there's such a hold on this. Maybe it's because, like, the internet has, like, that kind of thing where each and every one of these, like, little subreddits or whatever it may be have such a invested interest within their time into the characters that they don't want more of this like the reboots right yeah like they still want ben affleck to be batman yeah even though we already we now have a new young batman mm-hmm. and we also have an old batman and yeah oh, sorry, we have two old batmans yeah we keaton right <laughs> yeah but okay so according to imdb there is no henry cavill has no plans no plans of putting the suit back on as of right now 
Yeah, but I thought that was like the whole thing. Like he announced that he was going to come back as Superman. Well, there's no, I mean, maybe IMDb Pro has something, but not on the regular IMDb. Oh, well, I think it's probably because it's probably because when uh, Saffron and uh, James Gunn, you know, now are leading the charge, they're, they're, I think they're probably going to potentially scrap everything that was before and then just, you know, create like a new, uh, you know, wish list and timeline for what they want to do at DC. Yeah. Which will be interesting because I think that Gunn <laughs> Dude, is, gonna, is going to go like, I think he's going to lean into the weird parts of comic books, like in like the characters itself, mm. and actually the most popular ones. Yeah, I can see that. You so, I mean? so I just looked up Dwayne Johnson's movies on the horizon, mm-hmm. and uh, Big Trouble in Little China, no, is in production apparently. Like he's taking over a snake pill. Like, oh no, wait, no, wait, that's not. No, that is. It's, it's with Kurt Russell, right? Kurt Russell was in yeah. Big, big. No way. Like, is he producing it or is he, is he starring in it? it? It doesn't really say. It just says that he's connected to it. <sighs> a truck driver and his new friend Jack Burton unite on a new adventure. That's all it says. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know. So, sometimes I think, like, The Rock, I, sometimes I think that he's, like, trying to be more than, like, a movie star. <laughs> yeah. You know what larger, I mean? Larger than life. Large, yeah, well, but, but I mean, like, really, I mean, like, you know, with all these other businesses and everything else, like, yeah, the reason why a lot of people, I think, can't get behind rock movies is because he's not an actor anymore. He's, he's like a brand. A, yeah, he's a brand, right? Like, you know, it was interesting. Did you see that there was um, another, another Tarantino thing about Marvel where he was saying that there's not really any movie stars in Marvel in Marvel movies Yes, yeah. you know, it's really it's the characters that are actually big stars, than movie stars. Yeah, which is an interesting thing to say because I'm like that. It probably rings true for a lot of other people because imagine if you were just to recast any one of those people into you know it is the IP that you're really trying to watch and not yeah. the star that's bringing in. Maybe that's why like Tom Cruise never really wanted to become Iron Man because he was like I can you know do my yeah. Own yeah, no, that's true. Okay, speaking about superhero movies, though, you you saw Wakanda Forever. Yes, I did. And I have not, and I've heard the internet destroy this movie. I, I haven't like watched anything on it, but I want to kind of get your like spoiler free review or, or thought free review. Spoiler free okay. thoughts on this movie. Like, what was your expectation and what was your experience? Okay, so I mean. You know, okay, so one thing I got to say, too, is that it's not like it's ruined it, but, like, I find myself agreeing with the critical drinker way too fucking much. <laughs> way too much. Like, there's, like, some things where, like, I think it and he says it out loud. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, in, in like, some of those things. And he, he has a movie coming out. I kind of want to watch it. Yeah, I, dude, I'm too afraid to watch anything that has to do with, like, critics. Like, it's like... um. What's his name? Is it Stutzman? Stutzman? There's mm. another. There's another um, YouTuber. Andrew. That's a, a, Andrew. I don't. I, it might Chris. Be, I don't know. Chris. Yeah, it's Chris. 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 Yeah. Chris something. Anyway, but yeah. like, he has a movie as well. So, yeah. I mean, I think it's like in in process or whatever. Yeah. But basically, it's like like a part of me kind of thinks like, guys, if your movies are caca, 
then everything you say after that, I have to like, you know, like kind of have blinkers on. Right? Well, like, but, but I would say that, that, um, budget definitely plays a big factor in that. And so I would like, I, I don't would, know. I don't I would know. watch I it mean, with like if, if budget if, in if, mind, if, if Kevin Smith can rack up $22,000 in credit card debt to make clerks, the first one, even in the nineties as a black and white and still be a good, hilarious movie. There's something mm-hmm. to say that like, yeah, but that's different though. I feel like comedy, comedy and horror, you can do it on a shoestring budget. It, it's if you're like other things are, are more difficult. Like if you're doing like a spy thriller or something, you need like you need some money or like even like a superhero. You know, movie. I, I'm, Imagine I'm doing a super to, a superhero oh, movie for yeah. twenty two thousand dollars. I'm, I'm excited to uh, to bring in a friend of mine that is a director for a lot of action movies and we'll do it in, in the new year. Uh, but I mean, I can't wait to kind of like bring that exact thing up because there mm-hmm. there are times when it seems to be more expensive, but then there's like, you know, workarounds anyway, back to the black Panther Wakanda forever. Um, yeah. If you really want to like get like a good gist of it, but it will spoil a lot. If you like listen to the critical drinker, he brings up a lot of good points. I, uh, I want to like, do it after, after I watch it. Oh, totally. Yeah, of course. Um, so with the, one of the things is that like, I had more fun watching black Adam than I did wakanda forever but there were there were like a couple um factors like one it's just like if it ain't chadwick i don't care like even Mm. in the slightest at first i didn't even care about black panther like you know when like they announced Mm -hmm. him to be in civil war and people were like holy crap like that's great you know like have this character i didn't even care like i didn't even i didn't even really know the character and everything like that yeah but you know, and, and maybe this is like the impact that that actor brought is that like not only did he bring like the charm, but he had like kind of like this uh, way about him that it kind of really like personified the character. But a part mm. of me thinks that if you don't have Black Panther, I'm not interested. Like, don't give me hand me down Black Panther. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, if, yeah, that if makes sense. Really, really came down to it. And I know this is like people would hate this, but like recast. Look, yeah, William Hurt passed away, but they re- recasted uh, General Thunderbolt Thunderbolt Ross into for Harrison Ford to play. Well, or uh, Rhodey so telling me that. Oh yeah, Rhodey. Well, I mean, <laughs> fucking Terrence Howard's insane, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he has his own math. You know that. Um, <laughs> anyway, but like the thing is that like if if you're gonna do that, just like just do it. You know? What I yeah. Mean? Like, I think that they. I think that I. Th- I, I honestly believe that Chadwick Boseman would have preferred to have the character continue on. Yeah. You know I mean, like, like even for like an actor's point of view, like it's not like when Christian Bale finished up Batman, he thought, well, that's it. They can't do this ever. They can't do Batman again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's something about it, but like at the same time, his impact was so heavy. And so, like I said, personified as that character that it's as if like they were to recast Iron Man, right? Mm. They, they, they've done this thing where maybe it's in the reverse of what Quentin Tarantino was talking about, where the superhero itself is now becoming the more impact part than the actor, right? So then the actor will always be known for that superhero character, but we yeah. only will like him or her as that superhero character. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and you know what? To like to like double down on your point, like in I rewatched um 
what the hell was it? Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. And uh, when he goes to the other universe and he goes to the their version of the Avengers, the the whatever, the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish that that whole table was just recast. Like, why do we need recast? Yeah, like recast all of them. Like more, more. Was it more Mordor? More Mordo? Oh, oh, you're t- yeah, you're talking about his uh, the villain from the f- or no wait, he became the villain at the end of the first movie. Yeah, but like if he was like same garb, different actor, completely. Do you know what oh, I mean? Like why? Yeah. Why do we need the same exact actors in all of them? Like even like Professor X. Like I thought it was cool to to see him, but I'm like, this is a completely different universe. You know what I mean? Like, why do you need to have the exact same actors in this? Yeah, like, it's, it's like an interesting justification when you look at like Spider Man, and you're like, wait a second. Yeah, all these guys are Peter Parker, and they are Spider Man, but they're different faces. <laughs> yeah, and different stories entirely. And then you watch like Into the Spider Verse, and it's like you know, it doubles down on that the concept sure well i mean even even the idea that j jonah jameson is the same (laughs) same guy you know what i mean uh okay he's like the constant he's the rock in uh (laughs) (laughs) god could you imagine the rock is j jonah jameson i need pictures of (laughs) spider-man with a mustache yeah with a mustache um okay well anyway so back to wakanda forever what like so there were two major things that i really loved i mean and so like i gave this movie kind of a three out of five you know out of the letterbox yeah thing. it was you know it was it was entertaining but it just like it didn't have coogler in it like ryan mm. coogler i think is a great director and he's really he's a really good you know good person to watch out for and you watch fruitvale station or creed or even the first black panther there's coogler in that like it's yeah, this one feels more manufactured. Feels like more huh. like MCU manufactured. You know, like mm. you know they they went through the pandemic and like there was other things that they had to do and you know and the CGI action scenes were just so they're just so like uninspired. You know, <laughs> they were called in type of thing. Anyway, so but like the two things that I really did like was the soundtrack like they kept they kept the kind of consistency of like the interesting soundtrack they were doing in the first one into this one even with like licensed soundtracks and like you know rihanna doing her song and everything like they did a really mm-hmm. good job of like keeping that as like part of their their world and the second thing i really liked was namor um yeah i'm, you know, I'm looking he, forward to see him yeah because like, namor and his and his avatars <laughs> <laughs> I know. You know, that's a weird thing too, but like when you know the Avatar, the way of the water is coming out soon, and yeah. like you've already seen Aquaman, you're kind of like, what are they like? How yeah. do you make underwater kingdoms cooler? Like, I mean, like, what are you yeah. supposed to do? You know? And because like yeah. there, were, there were like scenes when you, when you know Shuri was was seeing the kingdom and stuff like that uh, from Namor's perspective, and like you could tell the actors like they just put actors in water. And like, you know, like they look like they're like holding their breath and like trying to keep their eyes open. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you're when you're trying to like look in water, it looks absolutely strange. And in these like worlds, like when you're used to like Aquaman being like, yeah, there's like water scenes, but he's lived in water and like we're kind of like in it. You know what I mean? Like it's like yeah, yeah. open up his eyes and like it's like regular bro, whatever. So but like Namor, while his while his story wasn't really fleshed out as much. He just like was an interesting character. I don't mm. really know anything about the character from the comics or anything like that. Yeah. But the actor and like the whole like Mayan 
type of um, uh, kind of like characteristic around the act, like around the um, character itself was mm-hmm. really cool. Like I, I liked okay. what they were doing. Although I will say that like his, his like super suit, his like shorts and shit. I was like, dude, like, you know, put some, gives this guy some pants. Show dude, off his ass. The, the, give this guy fu- some pants. Dude, the fucking wings on his boots. I was like, I mean, I saw that in the trip. His ankles. His ankles. Yeah. He's a, okay. So they, they said it like in the first, like in the movie, he's a, he's a mutant. Okay. So I guess like they were like, you know, they're doing the Miss Marvel, like get rid yeah. of the mutants, you know, like that but, kind of thing. Yeah. Like, and I heard that that was like from the comics or whatever, but I'm like, I don't care. That's stupid. I'm like, <laughs> but, but, but I got to say, like, I mean, and I know this, I don't know, this isn't going to be a really like a big spoiler or anything like that, but like, there's like this whole thing where they're trying to figure out how to defeat Namor. Cause like he showed off like how amazing he was, like, you know, with the super strength. And like even like yeah. Ryan Coogler said that like Namor could take down the Hulk, and I was like, get the fuck out of here. Okay. <laughs> but then again, I then I get like I re looked at the Hulk, especially after She Hulk, and I was like, anybody can take the Hulk, right? <laughs> she Hulk can take over the <laughs> dude. I mean, Spider Man could take <laughs> Hawkeye could take down the Hulk, right? Yeah, like, anybody could fucking take down the Hulk. And uh, but like they had this thing. <laughs> Like their solution was that he got like his strength from the water, and so they were just gonna dry him out. Like that was the solution. Like that like, they, like a fish. Like dude, like it's like <laughs> dude, like super dryers. <laughs> like the way that they came up with this plot device, they like, just blew my fucking mind. Because I was in the theater, being like, "Are you?" Kidding? I was watching with Nathaniel, and I was like looking over. I was like. So the solution is to dry the guy. He can lose all of his power if he's not wet. That's just, you know, I mean, come on. That's, there's jokes there right there, you know. Um, but the things that, like, I, yeah, dude, besides the fact that, like, I didn't feel like there was, like, a lot of cooler, oh you know, as a director, like, within the actual movie itself, that it just felt like it was, like, missing. There, there were, like, these, there were a lot of these, there was just, like, these moments where you'd think that there were about to be like hero moments or action mm-hmm. moments or plot moments that just fell so flat. And you were just like, I don't know if it was an editing thing. Again, like I feel like it was a manufactured thing. Like this feels like it was like put into a factory and people were kind of working on it and then moving yeah. the conveyor belt and like, you know, putting it together and being like, okay, blockbuster. And like they were able to deliver the product type of thing. Mm. And the last but not least, Shuri ain't Black Panther. I don't give a mm. fuck what anybody thinks. No way. Like, like I feel bad for that actor because like it's as if like she had to like carry this mantle upon in which like yeah. she was not meant to be the star of it or to be the Black Panther. And yeah. the amount of things that they had to like try to do, like to fluff her up and like, you know, build this kind of thing into it just again fell flat with all okay so i have a question so because in the first black in the first black panther movie he has to like battle someone for like the right of becoming black panther right like uh right and so yeah it was like the 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 tribes were getting together well wait was it the right to be black panther was it the right to be king well isn't this it's the same thing right Only, only i think it's different only the king can be Black Panther. Yeah, because you have to like take the 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 juice, the berry juice or whatever. I forget what it was. The, the flower. Yeah, but like, fl- but wasn't Mbaku like the uh, what was his tribe? I don't. Know, I can't remember what the tribe's name was. But wasn't his tribe like 
anti against tradition, yet they still like fought in the. Yeah, because they like respected him after like his battle with with well, well, but, but, but that was like the whole thing where like the people were saying like why didn't they make him Baku uh, Black Panther and the one person argued was like well he hates tradition he's not going to do it like why, why would he <laughs> yeah do that, you know but yeah, yeah. No, I, I I I from what I understand from the first one yeah I think that they do have that kind of like. The fight or like part of me is like, why do they need another Black Panther right away? Why can't they just have it where they're figuring this shit out? You know what I mean? If you want to acknowledge that like the actor passed away and like you know like it's 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 putting a damper on like they don't want to like you know they don't want to replace him as a as a character or do don't want to replace Black Panther with another actor. They could have had a whole movie where like the people have to figure that shit out and then all this Namor stuff happens and then they're all like. You know what I mean? Like, there's something there if you want to, like, lean into, like, real life. but Yeah, but but they started going back on, like, the whole purpose of the first Black Panther, right? They were here for a reason. Like, they had this vibranium that, like, you know, was, like, a super technology or some shit. Yeah. The second one, vibranium is now being, like, somehow mined or, like, monitored by a tracking device that the Iron Iron Man character, which, by the way, again, like... What's with these fucking characters that are like 15 years old that can do what Tony Stark does? I'm like, yeah. is it just like a thing that's just going to be a development throughout the future that by the, like, again, like critical drinker says he's like, he's like, by the time that they're two years old, they're like, you know, figuring out hard math. And like, yeah. Oh, what was that? Did you ever watch a, was it Ender's Ender's game? Ender's game. No, I've never seen it, but I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like that, that's yeah. The kid's like so young and it's like, he defeats everyone. Yeah, I mean, but look, I mean, like, I, right. like I, I get like in some of those cases where like, you know, they're they're using that justification of being like, oh, they're so intelligent that they can make advanced technology. OK, I can, you know, I can put that in the same world. But there's also this yeah. like, thing where you're like, you guys have already started building the world, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we can't believe there's going to be anything more of a threat than Thanos at this point. Yeah. And so when we're watching all of these new phases of Marvel movies, it doesn't matter. Like, who cares that Shang-Chi fought a fucking dragon? Thanos just, like, snapped half a reality out of, like, existence. Yeah. <laughs> and that dude was not part of it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, even when he, like even in the next Thor, who cares about Gore the God Butcher? That's a yeah. Asgard problem, not, like, a universe problem. Now. Yeah. So, it I don't know. It's going to be a real big challenge for these guys to be able to like maybe that's why, like you like what you were saying before, where Marvel now is getting into this point when one, it's a manufactured piece of product now. It doesn't matter what director it is, or it doesn't matter what like the artistic aspect of it. And two, it when we're getting used to that, we're just not going to be entertained as much. So then we're going to be leaning into something like DC of like their you know yeah new type of way of their you know moving their movies and everything like that or whatever. I mean, what are they to do? Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely feel like there's a paradigm shift happening right now where I feel like DC has been playing catch-up for a while, and now it's like DC's coming out with more. They're taking a little bit more chances. They're not like, you know what I mean? They're, 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 they're able to be creative and, like, try things because, like, Marvel's, like, you know, they're, they, they figured out this formula, and they're just, like, copy and pasting now. And it's just like, I don't know. There's it's only like, dude, so much Ant-Man of that. looks like shit. Looks terrible. Oh, terrible! Looks, the trailer looks awful. 
I don't know if I'm watching the same trailer as everybody else, but dude, <laughs> so bad. The whole yellow brick road. Like, I mean, Elton, even Elton John cannot save that movie. I'm telling you, like I, it's, it, it's just one of those things where it's like, like the, mm. okay. So, oh, by the way, I, I have to, you know, issue an apology. Uh, oh, thinking about this. It's okay, Josh. I forgive you. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I knew it. Um, and or, yeah, it's good. Oh, it's good. So, it, yeah, we, it I've gets, been shitting on. I've been shitting on Andor for for a long time, for, forever. <laughs> yeah, forever. <laughs> uh, but there, like, maybe it's because of like a certain thing. But there's like certain elements within like the actual show that maybe it's because they spent so much shit ass fucking time with other characters that it became like impactful in other episodes, right? Like, mm. It feels like a waste of time, but then it kind of pays off. A blah blah. Kind of um, but one of the things that I wanted to say about it too was because I just watched the finale today, which was which was really good. Um, I still don't get. <laughs> I think I'm, like, I think I'm just fucking stupid here. I still do not understand why they're after Andor. Like the entire show is about getting Cassie and Andor, and I'm like. The dude didn't really do anything that way. Like, he didn't really, like... It's not like he's, like, a terrorist cell. It's not like he's, like, some sort of threat to the Emperor's, like, identity or some shit. Like, I don't know what they did. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention to the first three episodes because it just was so fucking long and boring. But, like, it's like he did something other than the fact that he killed these two officers at a bar trying to look for his sister at the beginning of the first episode. But then that how that somehow became the empire's sole focus to get this guy. Like it was their it was like their purpose, dude. They had fucking like imperial meetings. They got people with like you know officer suits and everything talking about we need to get this guy. You know, like and, and they're going on about trying to fucking get him. I'm like, you're telling me the entire empire. <laughs> like, like, correct me if I'm wrong. Like, if you watch it, or like anybody out there, you know. Oh I'm, my god, I'm I'm sure, I'm sure Steve's gonna text you right after being like, Josh, didn't fucking watched it, <laughs> dude. I, I watched like ten minutes of the first episode. And I was so bored, dude. I, I yeah, yeah. I mean, but, but that's like the thing. It's like that 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 show does it. It does it to you because like they they fucking play out everything. You think that there's going to be a heist episode? Get ready to sit and buckle in for five episodes until the fucking heist. <laughs> because then you're like, dude, oh my god. I mean, Steven Soderbergh moves faster in Ocean's Eleven to get this thing fast, like to get this thing up and running. It's like it, that, but that's what they did in the show. They had twelve episodes that literally could have been four, mm. and it would have been probably just as exciting, if not better. Yeah. Uh, I will say that this is probably the best Star Wars show other than like the first Mandalorian season, maybe even the second. Okay. Um, because Boba Fett and Obi-Wan were so crap. Oh, <laughs> at, like the worst. You, but like, but like you have like a writer that came in for Andor that wasn't really writing a Star Wars show. He was like mm. writing like a political drama um, that was like, you know, set into the, you know, universe. Star Wars Star universe. Wars. Yeah. yeah. Like, trying to like build up like the beginnings of like the rebels and everything like that. But again, dude, like this guy, it's like, it's like, he's like Jean Valjean. He like stole a piece of bread and they're like, you're serving 17 years in prison, dude. Like, you, you understand? You're going to sing about this for the rest of your life until you're dead. 
You know, like I, I don't understand. I still don't get it. It's like, like, I don't get Like if they weren't Andor so bad, you're telling me that they wouldn't be like Vader, pick up your sword. Let's fucking go. Okay. You're going to take out everybody just to get to this guy because he killed two cops. Because it was like once upon a time. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, in a galaxy far, far away. Far away. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway, but like... I, okay, I, I got I to ask I you one more the, I think people should watch the show. Like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll maybe check it out if I have some time. Um, I wanted to ask you, did you watch Did you watch the new Rick and Morty episode that came out? Oh, I haven't. No, I haven't. No. Is Dude, I have never felt so dumb. In my life, watching a cartoon. Yep. It, it like, dude, I was just like, I don't know, man. I was like, not in the like the right mind space. I was like, oh man, I'll just watch it before bed. Like, you know, be a good like, like <laughs> good light, <laughs> easy watch before bed. And holy shit, dude! I like. I it kind of makes you think like, how do people get high and watch that show? Like, dude, like I'm like, are you unlocking a unless like unless like. If if when you get high, like time slows down for you, like <laughs> then perfect. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like, yeah, dude, I had I had to pause this episode, and I was like, holy shit, man! I had to, like just think about what was going on and try to figure it out. And I paused you had to go, it. You had to go back, <laughs> dude. I was only like eight eight minutes in. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, dude. I just, yeah, I, I could not. I just, I don't know, man. It's, it's so good, but man, this episode just like kicked my ass. It's like it kicked my brain's ass. If that makes sense, See, like, that's like the thing about Rick and Morty, though. Like sometimes I'll laugh at something, and I'm like, am I laughing at the right thing? <laughs> Like, is, am I laughing at a real joke, or is this like a fucking eyebrow thing that I actually don't understand? They, they like they like write dumb people jokes in it so that you don't Dude, feel. I think so I think so. Like there's like there's an episode. I think it's in the first season or something where oh they were doing God. the whole Inception thing, where they were going into like dreams and dreams and dreams and shit like that. Yeah, dude, that was other, like the Freddy Cougar. It's like yes, a Freddy Cougar one, yeah. But they would do these things where they would have like heavy, <laughs> heavy dialogue to justify like why they're doing it, and like Rick would get really into it. But the only times I was fucking crying laughing <laughs> was when the Freddy Krueger guy would come and be like, "I'm getting you, bitch." <laughs> Like something where that's where I'm like I'm thinking I'm like I think I'm fucking dumb. <laughs> like it's like I'm laughing, dude. Like I'm laughing at fart jokes and bitch jokes. And oh my gosh, these, these guys are explaining the universe to me. You know, like I really want you to watch it though. This this new episode because again I don't know if it's actually like super deep or super smart or anything or if I just like was in the completely wrong mindset for this. But mm-hmm. yeah, dude, I just I could not keep up with with everything. <laughs> Oh man. Uh, yeah, that's like that's like that's like happens like whenever I'm like, like reading a book and I get to a point where I'm like, I think I've already forgotten like three chapters ago. And, and <laughs> wait, like, wait, re- what book is this? Yeah, they're like referring to it. I'm like, did I just pick this fucking thing up? Like where oh, man. Yeah. oh dude, and then like like I don't know, when you were talking about um Wakanda Forever and like Namor, I don't know. For whatever reason, whenever I think of Namor, my brain goes to Mr. Nimbus for some reason. For- <laughs> yeah, the, well, he looks like him, right? He's good. He just wants to have like sex with everybody. Like, yeah, yeah, that's, nah, that makes sense too. <laughs> oh, 
Oh my goodness. Oh, hey, so did you take a look at that? Um, I, I sent I sent you over the. Uh, I did not. Stacy had eighty things. I no. as a movie maker. I did not. Um, I, I I saw it, but I, I yeah. I my life feel like interesting. My well, my life. <laughs> my life is busy. <laughs> my life's been flipped, turned upside down. Um, <laughs> yeah, but the like golden rules. Golden rules. Yeah. Uh, there's some interesting things that, like, you know, he was he's talking about, but I think that like there's like some weird things where I don't know what to take away from like filmmakers and you know professionals in the field that are working with like a hundred billion dollar budgets type of thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Sometimes like their advice would be like, hold out for the best deal, and you're like, dude, <laughs> I'm trying to make like a five hundred dollar, five hundred thousand dollar movie, and you're telling me hold out for that. I'm not making any money on this. Like what are you talking about? <laughs> I gotta you eat, know? man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I gotta make ten thousand dollars right now. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. You know, and it's it's just interesting because like he had he had one of these things called the key thing is the more money you get, the more responsible you are for it. And and then he's and then he's like right after it says, I think that's the main thing that's changed from the seventies. I was like Jeez. from the seventies, what fucking era do you think we're living Right. Yeah, like who are you talking to, man? Yeah, in the seventies, nobody gave a shit if you gave gave five million dollars a year. But like, dude, that's like way more. Like, where? Yeah, who who relates to that besides like like Lucas and Spielberg? Oh my god, you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Lucas and Coppola are kind of like, Coppola yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like I mean, oh, yeah. couldn't have made my Jaws movie off of that. Like only only the five million dollars that broke the box office to almost a billion. It's like get the fuck out of here. Where am I, how am I supposed to like, you know, uh, what am I supposed to take away from this? It's like, you know, I'm thinking too small, Steve. Yeah. You know, it, like, and it's, it's weird because I remember having, we'd have these conversations with some people that would pitch movies to us. One time, um, my boss and I went to a pitch fest and we were, we were paid to be there. Like there was, like a, it was kind of like a promotional thing. Like they pay a lot of people to be there to take on these pitches and like to talk to people and everything like that. And we were there in this hotel and we were like, we weren't in like a lobby or anything. It literally set us up in like the aisles of like the hotel <laughs> near the lobby. Oh my God. And so we were sitting down with like some people that were like, you know, really nervous and they had like their pitch decks. They had like the, um, you know, visual aids to be able to like, you know, back them and everything like that. And God, there was just some people that like had this idea that if they pitch it to the right person, they are pitching the next Star Wars. And there would be like sometimes when we would be talking to people, we'd be like, that idea is so fucking kooky that if somebody gave you $150 million for this, like it, it would it would blow up the industry just in general because it just it just doesn't seem yeah. Right. But then you think back in the 70s and 80s and everything. Mm. There, there had these moments where you're like, you had a director like George Lucas that made one movie, mm-hmm. American Graffiti, yeah, and then made Star Wars, yeah. Like, like in what other like what other timeline do we have that? Like what other decade do we have of those? Like, can you think back in the last ten years when one director made a small movie, then made a gigantic movie? Well, the one that comes to my mind is the Top Gun dude. 
Okay, but like, so, okay, sorry. Maybe <laughs> I, I have to like rephrase it. Made a gigantic movie of its own original IP. Oh, uh, yeah. There you go. There's sorry, the so like, so Ryan Coogler would be out too. Like, he, he made a small movie, then made Black Panther, right? Like, that kind of thing. Or, or but, Creed. Or Creed, yeah. But yeah. the whole thing is that, think about that. Think about like the, like an original IP yeah. movie. Maybe even the last. But nothing. But that. dude, everything's a fucking IP these days. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, but like, imagine in one of those days you had a, an independent director that came in that was like, "I'm making Avatar next." Yeah, and I'm like, fuck you, get out of my office. What the fuck are you <laughs> talking about? You know what I mean? Like, what's Avatar? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what is this font that you're representing? Us <laughs> is this papyrus? <laughs> You get the fuck out of my office right now. Close the door on your way. No out. one uses that shit. <laughs> <laughs> no one uses, yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know in the last like 20 years, even like, you know, to the early 2000s. Yeah. Do we, do we know of an original IP that was like just randomly no. created that was taken by like, or that was like, you know, I mean, even like in sci-fi, dude. Yeah. Like, try imagine, like imagine trying to like convince people of that. Not, I, I feel like nothing in Hollywood. I think if 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 you're gonna find something, you're gonna go like the the Asian market. There's probably something. Other parts of the world, probably. I bet you. I bet you. Like the Bollywood market would probably have some some fucking wild things. You know, or like, like yeah, or like the, the Chinese double. market too. Yeah, maybe. I mean, but like, I mean, but but do they just, ah, dude? It, yeah, I like, dude. Can we please? I really want to watch. And review Triple on this R. podcast. Triple R. <laughs> yes. I really want to watch it too. I, I do. It's fucking three hours. I, I, I know. I keep, seeing, I keep seeing the little preview on Netflix and I'm like, this, this isn't, what is this? <laughs> like this guy's running We're, away from a tiger. Tiger. Then, then a wolf comes in and tackles the tiger while this buff dude is, okay. You know, like, a part of it was like, I'm convinced. Uh, <laughs> like, like, this is, yeah. You know? Oh, my God. Yeah. And I mean, it's been getting so many accolades. It's been getting so much traction and being like, this is like the highest grossing yeah. Hollywood movie ever. Yeah, I know. I really want to I really, I really want to see that. And same with like that. What, what's it, what was that other one a few years ago? The Wolf Warrior? Warrior Wolf or something like that? Oh, yeah. It was, no, it was it was the third movie. It was like the, <laughs> it was like the third sequel of, yeah, Wolf something. Yeah. I, yeah. Wolf I exactly Warrior 3. <laughs> See, but like sometimes like you think of like those and you watch them and you're kind of like, I, I am not part of this world. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you're like, I think I like so many crappy things, you know, and then like you're watching what like a mass audience is actually seeing and you're like this – like I, I need to step out. Like I mean, like yeah, but yeah. yeah I no, think we yeah. should. I think I think we should. We should watch Triple R and like, and then you know, see yeah. if uh, everybody else would watch it with us. Yeah, no, that's a fun one. Um, I have a really random question for you, or a really random thought. Ask away, baby. You ready? You ready for this? What uh, yes. what to- what toothpaste do you use? Uh, what toothpaste <laughs> do we use? It's like a it's like a Colgate whitening one. It's a red tube. Okay, so I recently blow my mind with toothpaste. I feel like uh, in I'm my pseudoscience before I <laughs> before I believe you. <laughs> no, you, you can Google it, and everyone listening, whoever's listening, I want to know uh, your politics before I believe your toothpaste <laughs> recommendations. <laughs> no, okay, so 
I, I recently switched toothpaste to this new new high tech shit or whatever, and uh, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Um, so the the it's not with fluoride; it's with nano hydroxapate. <laughs> All right, man. You, are you googling? I saw your fingers. Does it have a hint of psilocybin in it too, or some shit like? No. What? So apparently, it's it's the same chemical that your teeth are made of. What is it called again? Nano. One word. No. Hydroxipate. Hydroxipate. Look at this word. <laughs> that, is, that is an ugly ass word. Nano hydroxipate toothpaste. So there's no fluoride. Hydroxipate. Yeah. Is and, a calcium uh, phosphate compound found in enamel bone in yeah. uh, saliva. That occurs naturally in the human body. Nano yeah. HA is synthetic form that is derived either chemically or mechanically. Yet it is nearly identical to the HA produced by the body, making it non-toxic t- to live tissues. Yeah, dude. So basically, how I understand it is, the, okay. The only weird thing about it is when you brush your teeth, as as you've been doing your entire life. You rinse your it's mouth. It burns and it sounds like it's yelling from your teeth. No, no, no. You rinse your mouth out after, right? And the reason why you rinse your mouth out after is because you're not supposed to swallow fluoride. So, but with this nanohydroxypate toothpaste, you're not, they do not want you to rinse your mouth after you brush your teeth. It wants you to like leave that shit on there so it like absorbs more into your teeth. But what about like the dry aspect of after you brush your teeth? You're kind of like, I want a glass of water to kind of. You gotta wait. You gotta wait like thirty minutes. <sighs> okay, let me add. Like, how, what? How did you? How did you? Uh, okay, okay, um, but okay, no, no, no. There's more. There's more to this story first. Okay, so apparently they've been using. So, so this toothpaste has been used in Japan for the last forty years. So it is like there's forty years of data on it. So that's like safe. Uh-huh. Okay, that's 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 one thing. And then my other to double down on this is uh, I recently went to the dentist and I talked to my dentist about it and they said that they're currently in the process of completely switching over to it. Like they're like basically like fluoride fluoride is dead and then the next like 5 years there ain't going to be no fluoride or like it's going to be like so it's going like, to be this nano hydro hydro whatever yeah like that's what they're currently that's the whole industry is shifting to this so you can either be like an early adopter or you're gonna like inevitably be using the shit one day one of the one of the questions on google is does nano (laughs) hydroxapatite fix cavities and the number one answer is yes because it's so effective Remineralizing your enamel, it could hydroxapatite uh, can help reverse cavities and prevent new ones from forming. Yes, it will. It wouldn't Uh, help, David. It wouldn't help um, cavities that are like from shit in between your teeth. It would just help cavities that are like on the sides of your teeth. If that Did you like sense. watch a Rick and Morty episode and have to go back and then see like what they were using as toothpaste? No, like, no, I was just like this is something. And so I, I recently switched, and I'm just like I don't know, dude. It's just something that I feel like everyone should know about, and everyone should like. Wait, yeah. when did you recently switch? Like, uh, like uh, I would say about a month ago now. 
And so I'm, no, I'm almost. I think, I think you can recommend it after a year because if your teeth start falling out, I'm. I dude, I, I went to the dentist like, this so like a week ago, <laughs> oh, a week did. ago, and they're like, "Yeah, your teeth look amazing," and I'm like, "Oh." They're like, well, it's, it's reversing. In fact, it's growing stronger. How, Steve? How? How so did your, your teeth are growing my, back? My teeth are getting bigger. Yeah. <laughs> you look like a Jim Carrey from The Mask. Like those fucking gigantic teeth. Oh, that's so good, dude. Oh, I, I love that. And you just put on a fucking yellow suit and start dancing, dude. Oh, man. That'd be good. Chick, chicky boom. Chick, chicky boom. Chick, yeah, chicky boom. What if it had like other effects on you, too? Like, man, since you've been using using this uh hydro hydroxypatite uh nano hydroxypatite um we've noticed that your cock is huge like oh i thought you're gonna say the opposite (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it has reversed it's like great for your teeth terrible for your dick (laughs) (laughs) you know So if you're if you're suffering from a large cock right now, <laughs> nano <nanohydrosis laughs> is for you. Yeah, it would, be, it would be a great solution, uh, you know, uh, to finally finally pleasuring somebody without them yelling. Oh my god, uh, in pain. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah. What I feel like you were like ever since you've been taking this nano hydroxypatite, uh, we've noticed that you've uh, started to look like the Rock. <laughs> You're just like fucking massively ripped with a six pack, and you're like, I don't even work out. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about, Doc. Also, your beard, beautiful. Look at that full head of hair of yours. Oh no, no, something more random. Like, like your your eyebrows get thicker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you notice that your ear hair has now uh, started to braid itself. <laughs> it's, it's it looks like a Viking uh, got to the, those ear holes. Holy shit. Nano hydroxapatite. Yeah, but uh, is it hydroxapatite? I don't know what it is. I, I I've been saying hydroxapate, but whatever. I don't I don't fucking know. You're you're missing a couple letters. The entire time. dude, I'm not looking at it right now. You're like you're uh, you're, yeah, you're, you're trying to Google what you're saying. You're like, please get, take this toothpaste and then they what, turn dude? If you, you type in like like some other type in like nano toothpaste, I'm pretty sure it pops up. Like what other? <laughs> what if it just what if it just showed up as a small <laughs> This tiny tube, and Steve's like, they're like, so is this for one tooth? <laughs> single use. <laughs> single use on a dead tooth. <laughs> It'll bring it back to life. <laughs> oh, good. But yeah. All right, well, now now that we've got your recommendation, that's, uh, yeah. that's five stars right there for me. I, I, I don't know, dude. I Yeah. I recently switched, and I'm a believer, and I just thought you should know. Yeah, okay, but like, how did you get, how did you find out about this? Was what your, do you think, dentist, dude? Was it just, your dentist? Just, just no, just get I get a, know get your a, politics before I understand your teeth brushing skills. Any kind of like health thing? Where do you think I would get that information uh, from? Uh, yes, of course, the guru of health, the one, <laughs> the one that's <laughs> a fucking psilocybin and LSD and just. <laughs> <laughs> and and just eating deer all the time. Okay, elk, elk meat. I'm, I'm, certain, I'm certain to make the connection here. <laughs> I mean, oh, no. I, I, okay, so yeah, it, it was from a Rogan episode. I forget which one now. It wasn't Rogan that talked about it. It was the dude who was on Rogan that talked about it. It was actually a really in- interesting episode. It was um, a journalist. That's always one of his episodes because you're kind of like, I can always find something interesting when I don't know what the fuck they're going on. About. No, it was a good one, dude, because it was like this dude whose mom 
um, started getting dementia. And so then he went on this quest of trying to figure uh, out. Yes, what, the filmmaker that made the documentary. Yeah. Think. Yes. Yeah, right, right. And then it became yeah, like an inadvertent like, expert on, on, how to, on how to prevent dementia. Yeah. And like within all of his research, he stumbled upon this toothpaste in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> <In Japan>. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck that's so good yeah but oh, again hey, hey. highly recommend it and uh yeah <laughs> everyone should give it a shot how about that unless you have a 10 inch cock okay Do you know yeah that? then uh not for you <laughs> yeah it causes major shrinkage without any cold water <laughs> oh man imagine we uh, get like uh they put out like a, a warning on our podcast for <laughs> for pseudoscience <laughs> recommendations. I mean, we they didn't get one. Eh? Know it. Did, did I tell I, you? Yeah, that? I we, remember we, we got a COVID one. Yeah, yeah, we got a COVID. Like uh, this episode may contain COVID misinformation. And I, was I wonder like, if uh, they have like some sort of like algorithm that goes through just like the vocal parts of an audio that like does a transcript and then like automatically flags things. Yeah, probably. But the weirdest part about that is we were talking about our own personal COVID, the getting COVID. Yes. Like, and, and what, how it was for us. So I feel like, it, like, how is that misinformation if we're just talking about, like, how COVID hit us? <laughs> like, our story with COVID. I think it's, it's probably, again, like, it's probably just, like, a banner that they put up for every sort of anything that, like, like, maybe even now that we're talking about it, we'll probably yeah. get some sort of, you know, <laughs> some sort of banner put up. Um now we'll see. They they, yeah. they say it's over. You should <laughs> the government. They, yeah. <laughs> the, the government. All right, man. The says it's over. Well, hey, cool. I gotta run. So right. talk to you soon. Later.